Hi, I'm Val Hart in San Antonio, Texas, founder of Val Hart and Friends at ValHart.com. Welcome to The Real Dr. Doolittle Show, the show for animals and the people who love them. I've been called a real-life Dr. Doolittle many times in my career as an expert animal communicator, behaviorist, pet psychic, and master healer. My mission and passion is to improve the lives of animals the world over by helping humans learn how to speak their language, how to understand their viewpoints, and heal. After all, our love of animals helps us be better humans, and the more balanced and healthy we are, the more balanced and healthy they can be, too. Be sure and look for my CDs on iTunes, and to find out more about my work and to receive your free Quick Start Animal Talk course, just go to my website at valhart.com. While you're there for a limited time, you can also apply for a complimentary Happy Animal Assessment Session. And if you want to learn how to be your own Dr. Doolittle, check out the world's first complete animal communication made easy system available now on my website at valhart.com. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Val Hart, the real Dr. Doolittle, and today I'm talking with Rob Hartley. Rob is the creator of Thelma's Friends, the Guide Dog. His background is in marketing ideas that reach out to individuals who are especially challenged in some way. And Rob is one of those remarkable people who see the impossible, and he works to turn it into the possible. His most recent endeavor is creating a website for Thelma, who happens to be a guide dog. Thelma clearly understands how important it is to serve others, and Rob is working to help focus Thelma's talents to touch our lives so that we can become more involved and connected with our own pets. Today, Rob is donating his time with the blind, raising funds for guide dogs, and giving those individuals with challenges a way to reach their own dreams. Rob's love for Thelma the Guide Dog is a heartwarming story I know you're going to enjoy because not only is Rob on a quest to find one million animal friends for Thelma, but both Rob and Thelma have another thing in common. Both were diagnosed with tumors and both have had surgeries. And it was through this bonding process that Thelma's website was created and it's based on their love for the blind and for guide dogs. Their journey has been filled with challenges, with heartbreaks and sweat, but it's been worth it as they are beginning to see how to make dreams actually happen. Their mission is to change the world one dream at a time, and they know that it starts with each one of us. Together, Rob and Thelma have only one quest. By helping others, it will help them back to their own health. And if it doesn't, in the process, Rob and Thelma will help make dreams come true for the blind, for those who are especially challenged, and they're helping raise funds to support other service dogs for those who need it. Their website is www.thelmasfriends.com, T-H-E-L-M-A-S-F-R-I-E-N-D-S.com, thelmasfriends.com. Today I wanted to talk with Rob about Thelma's blogs, about her very own personal theme song, and about her amazing adventure stories. You're invited to help write the next adventure story with her, too, and we're going to tell you how you can become a friend of Thelma's. This is going to be a really fun interview. I'm glad you can join us. Remember that dreams can come true, and they start with you. And, Rob, today they actually start with you. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Val. It's really great to be on the show with you and, and to be able to share with you and your audience. I'm absolutely thrilled. Great. I love it. I love the work that you're doing. 
it totally comes home to me because I've always been a dreamer myself. And, you know, and I teach people and I help my clients and their animals. You know, I want them to achieve their dreams too, you know, to clear what's in the way of them having what they really want. You know, and one thing you may not know about me is that I actually went blind in one eye uh, a couple of three years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, it was very sudden and very quick. I had a complete retinal detachment and tear, um, and I still don't have very good vision in that eye. So uh, still working with that. I'm still hopeful that someday I'll uh, I'll get better vision. But it, I, it really tugs on my heart, you know, to know there are people who have lost their vision, some suddenly, some in accidents, you know, some that never had it. Um, but it, it's very near and dear to my heart. So let me ask you a question. Why did you start Thelma's Friends? What really inspired you there? Well, what happened was I was actually, my background was I was working in a bowling center as their marketing director. Oh. <laughs> and, and they asked me if I could do a, a fundraising activity for the community. Okay. And so I thought, well, you know what? I want to do something for the blind. And I didn't know anyone that was blind. I I. It just one of those things that popped in my head and decided mm-hmm. to do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We did our first fundraiser, and we actually lost money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's not how you know, it's supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's supposed to, you're supposed to make revenue. And, and what, happened, yeah. what happened was the blind, after we did our event, they asked me, first of all, the blind said, well, you know when you do this event with bowling, can we come and bowl? Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh. You're you're blind, you know. What, what are you talking about? You want a bowl? Oh but my they, god! What was amazing? They actually can. And so after the event, I thought, okay, that's over. And the blind asked me, you know, Rob, could we come back and try this again? I said, sure. And they said next week. And I thought, okay. So I took out some extra money I had and paid for their bowling just so they could have a great time. Mm-hmm. And they showed up. And then they said, can we do it again? Next week. <laughs> well, this went on for a month. <laughs> and so after spending about uh, all the money that we made in the fundraiser, now I'm going into the hole, um, I said, you know what, we may as well start a blind league. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. And this is where Thelma came in to be because all of a sudden I began to see the plight of the blind. And wow. how important, how important that guide dogs and service animals are to so many people out there and the tremendous unselfishness that these pets uh, give every day. They're they're such heroes, and they never ask of anything of anybody. Wow. Oh, this touches my heart. Oh, thank you so much. I It makes sense to me, you know, that there are – there are. There are so many people out there, and, and our animals and our dogs, you know, not just dogs. I mean, there are a lot of other service and therapy animals, you know, horses and, you know, uh, every, all the, uh, any of them that are healers and nurturers, you know, they, they're, that's part of their job with us is to help caretake their people. Even if, if their people aren't blind, they're still interested in, in caretaking, right? They still still take care of us. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and what's amazing to me is to watch Thelma, because she's kind of our mascot of our, our bowling center now. I mean, mm-hmm. when people walk in on Monday nights and they see the people, uh, the blind people bowling, first of all, they're amazed that the blind people can bowl. Mm-hmm. And then second, when they see Thelma laying there, and it, it 
brings people to an awareness that just because people are different, they're still okay, and they still can participate in everything that we do. And what Thelma's kind of helped me to see is, okay, I serve Roy and other and blind people, and I do what I can. And so, Rob, it's your turn to go beyond the blind, to help those that are challenged or have some type of disability. Yeah. And the stories that have come out of this, uh, for, for example, uh, Sharon Rainwater, who came to us, uh, she became blind. She woke up uh, from a stroke as a grandma, and she was blind. Mm. And through the process, um, a few months later, uh, just totally just in disparage because of the situation, and uh, Sharon was going to end up homeless, so we found a little hotel for her, and then I contacted her family and things worked out. But Sharon, at one point, was suicidal and very withdrawn, and she joined our blind bowling league. Today, Sharon's out speaking to Lions Clubs International. She's wow. the president of our league. And when you see what change we've made in this young lady's wife, and I call her young lady. She's a grandma, but <laughs> beautiful. Sharon has just been incredible. She... Out on her own, she decided, well, I want to raise some money to help Thelma and stuff. And so she went to a local restaurant, and then they gave us this huge amount of money to, you know, help do things and raise money. It was So Sharon is just one small impact that we've had because of Thelma. And wow. it's all because of one event. Wow. Oh, I've got chill bumps. This is just incredible. Thank you. Oh, oh man, I could I could listen to these stories all day, I think. <laughs> wow. I, have to, I have to tell you, I have to tell you something about Roy. Okay. Roy is he, you know um Delma belongs to Roy because oh, he's oh, okay. Roy was a uh, police officer. Okay. And uh, if you can imagine a police officer going blind and you know especially his whole life was about helping other people and stuff. Yeah. And uh, after Roy went blind, you know, didn't know exactly what to do and his wife Kay found out about our league. She brought Roy in. That's how we met Thelma. And at that time, Roy only had an 80 average. And he wanted to be on a sided bowling team, but nobody would take him. So (laughs) I said, you know what? I'm a pretty good bowler, so why don't we put you on my team? And we kind of have a name for it. So we called our bowling team, Blame It on the Blind Guy. (laughs) (laughs) This was really cool, though. Our very first league that we went in with Roy, Thelma being our mascot, we won first place over Whoa. all folks that were cited. Today, <laughs> today, Roy not only carries an 80, but a 180 average and can wow. cited people. So I always tell people, you know, never underestimate someone because they have a challenge. They're going to show you their abilities and talents. And it all started with a guide dog. That's what's so cool about this. Oh, man. Oh, wow, that's incredible. Oh, thank you, Roy, and thank you for bringing Thelma and you together um, and helping you create what you've created. It's amazing. Thank you. Oh, Rob, this is so much fun. Okay, so you and Thelma actually have something in common. Uh, can you share what that is so our audience can be encouraged when they're also facing challenges? Yes. Um, one of the things that we did as we began to have this blind bowling league yeah. was I needed to have money because they were spending money faster than I could make it. Mm-hmm. So I came up with this idea. I'm, I'm 56 years old, so at the age of 50, I decided I was going to bowl 
a 24-hour marathon nonstop. Whoa. And I would bowl uh, approximately 130 games nonstop, uh, throwing over 16 tons of bowling ball down the lane, and while still averaging over 205 per game. Wow. Well, I, I would do this every year, and we've raised a lot of money. We've been able to send our Blind Bowling League to the uh, American Blind Bowling Association's Blind Bowling Tournament, where 150 different blind bowling teams across the country bowl. And what happened was we won second place in the nation. Well, so I said, you know what, we're going to do this every year. And so I was bowling, and uh, last year I froze up on the lanes, and I couldn't move. Oh, wow. And I went to the hospital and found out that I had a massive tumor uh, called a pedomoma in my back. And uh, it come close to um, killing me. Mm. But the nice thing about it was it led me to what I'm doing today. Um, and w- through all this, the, the thing that hit me harder was I was not going to be able to bowl just like I used to. I lost uh, through the surgery below my left kneecap, I have any feelings left. Wow. So what happened, after I started getting better, then we find out that Thelma has a tumor. Wow. And she has to have surgery. And so we're, right now, Thelma's about, um, I think within the next month or two, going to go through surgery. We've been raising money for her and, and doing things to help her out because she's been so good. But the bond between Thelma and I is, you know, her and I, we have a chance that the cancer can get us or, you know, that we may not make it. And so kind of together, Thelma and I have decided, let's reach out, let's do whatever we can, and let's make a big enough impact that we could pull a million people with their pets together, that they could become a friend of Thelma's, and we could help get more guide dogs. We could help other people with more disabilities and so people sit in your audience can be sitting here listening, yeah, I got a, a, a parrot that's our favorite pet. Mm-hmm. Which parrot could become a friend of Thelma's yeah. and we begin to start doing things. So your parrot eventually she'll be responsible to help raise funds for a guide dog or to help uh, do things that um, would change a, a person's life that is blind or other disabilities. It's just, yeah. you know, so that's why Thelma and I are so close to David. We kind of both connect because both of us were not given the best thing in life, but uh, we've turned it into lemonade. Yeah, and, you know, I just have to think that you were given what you were given for a reason. You know, there's a purpose there because you wouldn't have done everything you've done had that not happened. Yeah. I remember one time um, after the surgery and I come in with a walker and everybody's encouraging me and Thelma's laying on her blade and she looks up and sees me. And then she got up and came over and, you know, walked a few steps and then just licked my hand. It was like something new, and she said, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she uh, she gave me the hope I've needed, and uh, it's made a big difference for me. Yeah. Oh, all right. You're making me cry now. <laughs> Don't <be good. laughs> There's so many wonderful things that, 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 that has happened out of this. I, I don't have any pain or worries today. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not going to have the feeling come back most likely in my leg. But the other day, I did roll 10 straight strikes in a row, bowled a 286, which was almost a perfect game. Wow. And so 
and uh, Thelma's in the background cheering me on. So you know, there she uh, is. Yeah, so. she's going. Yeah, I help do that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I help do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think our story is together that we get to say. <laughs> excuse me. Um, that was almost a dog cough there. Um, anyway, the, the whole thing is is no matter what challenge we have, no matter what obstacle that we're hit with, we can still give, we can still touch somebody else's life, and we can make changes. And and a lot of times, that really can start with your pet. I think we limit our pets because they're pets, and we don't realize that by them becoming involved in things, you know, they can do so much more. It isn't just service animals that their whole life is around that, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it's the pets that you have, and they can help make changes in other people's lives if you allow them to. Yeah. And I think that's really part of their purpose, you know. So, ah, thanks. That's beautiful. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so, so what can people do on Thelma's website? And let's give them that site again so they can uh, find it if they missed it. It is? I'll let you tell them. It's www.thelmasfriends.com. And uh, what the whole site is about is, first of all, we want everyone to become a friend of Thelma's. That's the the first objective, become a friend of Thelma's. Mm -hmm. And this is cool because you can put a whole personality about your pet and things that are wonderful. You can tell stories, all that wonderful thing. And... You can invite other people to come onto the site to become a friend of your pet, you know? Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if I can legally say this, but it, to me it's almost like it becomes the Facebook for animals. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. So in addition to that, Thelma um, every day writes a blog, and from her perspective, and uh, things like uh, the other day she wrote, uh, you know, fleas are pesky critters, and <laughs> I'm not going to tell you a whole lot about that. You'll have to go to our site, www.thelmasfriends.com, and read about that. Okay. And so you can and a different blog every day. Um, we've also got a theme song called For the Love of My Pet, uh, which is really wonderful. And then what's, what was really interesting, we thought, thought, hey, you know, we could have some fun. So Thelma and I kind of worked together, and we wrote a uh, – wrote an adventure story. Ooh. And most authors, you know, they get pretty egotistical about this. Well, film is not. So she <laughs> came up with the idea with myself, and she, we thought, why don't we have the next adventures be written by other people that own pets and animals, and they will become the co-author. And we put them into e-books. We put all the artwork in, and then we put it up, you know. And here's what's really cool, because... If we choose your ebook and we do this and you become the co-author, we give you 15% of everything that's ever made off of that ebook. Oh, so, awesome. you know, if you want to be artists we, uh, or uh, writers, they would have an opportunity and they become a co-author with them. I mean, how many people in this world can actually say they're a co-author uh, of a book with a guide dog? I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I can feel Einstein wanting to, to tell a story already. It's just... <laughs> and, and you know what's cool about it? The story, the story is based on Mo, 
who comes from the planet of Blupar, and on his planet there are no animals or pets. Oh, my and, God, what an awful place. Yes, and, and, and well, this is what's cool. They uh, come on a quest uh, to have that, and so they hit the planet Earth, and we I won't tell you the rest of the adventure, but it's pretty cool <laughs> about what happens. <laughs> That's got me laughing already. I love it. And by the way, everybody listening, um, I listen to For the Love of Our Pets, the song, Thelma's theme song. And I have to tell you, it had I was chuckling, I was laughing, it had tears in my eyes, it's very hummable. Um, I think you've got a real hit on your hands. You and Thelma have a big hit on your hands and paws, so uh, it was delightful. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, oh, yes. Let me also, I have to plug someone because a, a okay. friend of mine, Dave Canoin and Jimmy Hammer, they're okay. the artists and the writers for that music and the song. And uh, uh, I, I'll tell you, I'll plug them. I don't know if I'm supposed to, but check up songwizardrecords.com. Dave Canoin just has some wonderful music uh, for, for kids, animals, pets, uh, just a terrific guy. But uh, he's, uh, and throughout the years that I've known him, he's a real giver to people and, mm-hmm. and will reach out. Just totally talented, and the same with Jimmy Hammer. So I want to plug them a little bit because without that, I don't think Thelma would have the rock and roll in life. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, so there was something else you were telling me about the song. Um, you have some plans for this song that are going to include... Um, people offering their pictures and having having members' pictures. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, when they stand up for, you know, Thelma's friends, uh-huh. what, they, what they can do is they can upload a picture and things like that. Well, each month, new people, new members, um, we will take some of those pictures and we'll take For the Love of My Pet and we'll pop their pictures in. And even if you all are already a member, We'll do the same thing. Maybe you got some brand new pictures and you would decide to upload them on the, the site, you know, so people can see what's happening with your pet. Uh-huh. If we like them and we say, hey, that kind of stands out, we'll put them on. So your pet be, kind of becomes a star with our theme song, which is totally cool. I think that's wonderful. I'm excited. Yes. Uh-huh. And, okay. and we don't care if it's a giraffe or we don't care if it's a snake. We don't care if it's a gopher or a bird yeah. as long as it's your pet. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, I can't wait to get Einstein up there, uh, me and Einstein on that. So look for us. We're going we're gonna to jump in there. Oh, one of the other things I want to say about the song, For the Love of My Pet, um, one of the things uh, when we find out about uh, young people, or especially children uh, with terminal cancer and stuff, uh, if people send us in information, um, we will get the e-book somehow uh, emailed to them or sent to them uh, for free because I think uh, this is another way that Selma can reach out to these children to give them hope. Ah, thank you. Thank you for doing that, Rob. Oh, you're such a such a giver and a warm-hearted um, fellow animal lover. I'm really grateful that you're doing what you're doing. I, I'm a little bit nuts, and so this is pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> I think all us animal lovers can be a little nutty, don't you? Uh, I think in a good way, all in a very, very good way. Yeah, this is, I, guess, I know this may sound negative, but I really look at it positive. You know, uh, when they say puppy love will lead you to a dog's life, mm-hmm. um, I don't mm-hmm. mind that, especially when it comes around Thelma. <laughs> and, and we should all be so lucky. Uh, 
All right. So, so do you think Thelma actually communicates with the blind and with with people? Uh, yes, I, 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 there's no doubt that she does. And and you know, I, I've watched, observed her in restaurants and in parks and mm-hmm. um, in, in large events that go on. And first of all, people gather to. Uh, Thelma, when she's in service, you know, people are very respectful, you know, not to pass her and things like that because they're, you know, they're working. Yes. But when they're in a relaxed mode and people come up, can we come? Thelma is so attentive, and it's, in her own words, she's saying, look, I'm giving, so can you. So yes. can you. And I know that may sound weird. I really do believe that. I know it's true because, my goodness, who in their right mind sets up a whole a website and blog and spends tens of thousands of dollars so a guide dog can have her voice. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I told Roy the other day, I says, Roy, you know what's wrong with this picture? He said, what? And I says, I don't own Thelma, but I says, I've invested more money in her than any pet I've ever owned. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you don't own her, just think. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, I've also, I've often felt that our love of animals actually makes us better people. Oh yeah, in, in fact, that really comes out. I mean, you you see two things. You see people come up and they'll automatically start telling you about their pets become a drama. Yeah. And people want to find out there is a animal lover in all of us that I found because I don't see anyone that will ever pass by Thelma without being stopped dead in their tracks and want to pet her, want to respond, want to communicate. Want to connect. She communicates back, and, yeah. and you can see that. Yeah. And I can't even begin to tell you the thousands upon tens of thousands of hearts that Thelma has touched personally just by being in a grocery store or in a park or uh, a dentist office or uh, visiting with Roy and uh, Kay on a vacation. But, I mean, she literally, uh, she knows how to control everybody and she does it in such an unselfish way that's just uh, very beautiful. I, I hope that someday that I can grow to be a Thelma. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a good goal in life, doesn't it? Be like yeah, that. I wouldn't mind, especially when she's in the backyard and she's got, you know, some turkey jerky to go for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, so you've told us how people can become a friend of Thelma's. Just go to thelmasfriends.com. Um, so how can they help write the next adventure story with Thelma? How, how does it actually work, Rob? Uh, all they have to do is um, they, uh, they they can submit their own story, and they can just, uh, you know, write to Thelma. And we have a place you can insist oh, okay. on their own story. And okay. they begin to write it. And we read through every one of those, every single one of them. And if we think it works... Then uh, we'll get a hold of the person. We'll ask him permission. We'll we may doctor it some because Thelma has her own opinion about some of these things. I mean, <laughs> you know, I and, uh, <laughs> okay. And then uh, we uh, start working in the process. And I'm very fortunate. Uh, my son Joshua is uh, the artist. And uh, oh, really? In the days I'm going to be sending you the the first adventure, and I'll have Thelma autograph it so you get one of the first ones. Awesome. Um, it, but the artwork is so rich. I mean, it looks like it came right out of Disney. I would not going to be surprised if we don't end up with a um, kind of a Thelma's series, adventure series, you know, that could be made for television 
uh, or even in our audio tapes. And as we do this, we will record each one. So it's not a difficult thing. It doesn't cost you any money. And yet, this is a way that we could we will sell these ebooks and help raise money for the blind and guide dogs and those with disabilities. So people can write uh, their stories. They can throw in donations. They can do anything they want. Okay. We don't care as long as they're touching somebody's life. You know, that's what's the important thing. Um, you know, I think sometimes we get so twisted about it has to be about money, and, and it can't be. It's got to be about people and loving them and caring for them. And just like, you know, what you talked about with you, you know, ha- having uh, a sight problem yourself, you know, there are so many individuals today. And uh, one of the groups that have helped us a lot is the Lions International and uh, Lions Clubs locally. Okay. Oh. They bought our first guide rail. Uh, so the blind can bowl, and uh, they have supported us when we've gone to national uh, bowling tournaments. And uh, it's remarkable, that organization, the things that they do, and they don't go out and brag and say, look what we've done. They just mm-hmm. do it. Uh, Helen Keller was responsible for that. She asked the mm-hmm. Lions Clubs to be an ambassador to the blind, and they've done that, and they've made just a tremendous difference in the lives of people pets, service animals. It's incredible. Wow. Well, and y'all have a national spokesperson, too. Oh, yes. So this is this is kind of neat. Um, Boeing brings you in contact with a lot of people. Well, I was working with this little senior lady and uh, teaching her uh, bowling lessons, and uh-huh. her name was Eleanor. Okay. And Eleanor asked me, she says, Rob, do you know who my son is? I said, no. And she says, his name is Edward James Almost. I said, oh, you mean like Edward James Almost the star? She said, that's the one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I got to meet Edward about four or five years ago, and he came into the bowling center because his mom was having a birthday, and he brought her cake and, you Aww. know, very attentive from his busy acting schedule. Mm-hmm. And uh, so about uh, – Six months ago, I started corresponding with Edward and writing him a letter, and um, we sat in his offices in Burbank, and I asked Edward if he would become our national spokesperson, and Edward said yes. And so today we're um, going to be utilizing, you know, his talents and his efforts, and eventually on the website you'll be seeing a video with him and all kinds of things like that. Oh, but, no fun. But I love that. I know it's kind of cool because by teaching bowling to someone else, you know, seniors and blind and that kind of stuff led us to Edward, and Edward was just so gracious and giving. If you read anything about the background of him, um, this is an incredible actor. Um, For over 40 years, Edward has found causes and things to help people, and this is one reason we went to him, not because he was an actor, but because of his stand for those that are less fortunate with that, than us and those that, that need a voice and, and, and a purpose. And Edward has been so gracious in that, and uh, I really commend him. Uh, he's, he's not only a, an extremely talented actor, yes. but a, a talented man that cares about people. His mom, uh, Eleanor, has shared with me, she says, I've always told Eddie, <laughs> she calls him Eddie, uh-huh. I've always told Eddie that he needs to give back and needs to share. And uh, I said, and he does that. And she says, we've always been like that. She's just a super trooper. But I'm, I, we just feel so 
uh, in awe that he would even consider this. And uh, Edward has uh, touched my heart, and uh, he is another one that just kind of inspired me when I was real, real sick. Uh, he gave me a reason to live because he believed in me. Wow. Oh, oh, Rob, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Edward, too, for inspiring you and helping you make an even bigger impact, you know, to reach more people and to help us be better, you know, to help change our world. Oh, thanks. Okay, so, hmm, what haven't we talked about? Uh, Selma's blogs, I think we talked about that a moment ago. Is there anything else you want to add about that? Um, you know, one of the things we'd like to do is, again, just like the adventure story, um, and Val, we also want to have you do this, is uh, we are going to have guest bloggers. So we always like a, a picture of an animal or a pet, and mm -hmm. you put the title in, and then you write your thing, and then uh, when I get a few of those, I'll pop those in with Selma's blogs because that way it gives, you know, the website's not about Selma, it's about all of us together with our animals and pets contributing. And my goal, and, and, and I'd love to see this, I, this is the goal, is to have one million pets and friends for Thelma's website. And we could all do this together. I mean, there's just a jillion animal lovers out there. Yeah. But we need to have a voice to show that we're doing something besides just loving our own pet. And yeah. if we love people and things and um, that are out there in circumstances, we can we can make a big difference. So yeah. Yeah, the, the blog is one way that they can do that. You know, submitting stories. We have a story on there that uh, really touched me. It's about a, a, a veterinarian or a doctor that built prosthetics for a, uh, a dog with no paws that was hurt and injured. It, it's incredible. You can see the video on the site. It's just it's a touching story. So, we, wow. you know, anybody can submit anything of that sort. Uh, that's real important. The other thing we're going to do is, is when we begin to see we have enough members and we have enough people really caring, uh, we're going to build into it a social network so that people can share more about their pets, you know, and, and begin to connect with each other. And uh, I think that's real, real important. Yeah. Where the site is going to go in the long run, I don't know. But the main focus and purpose is we live in a time in America that everybody's fearful of the economy, they're fearful of what's going to happen tomorrow. But I remember when I grew up, um, my parents, there were four of us, but mom and dad always brought extra people into the home and kind of adopted them. I ended up with so many brothers and sisters, I had no idea if I was adopted or not. <laughs> <laughs> but, but more important than that, I learned the, con the concept of, of totally giving. And I think that Thelma's website is a kind of an extension of that. Is it? It's we we've got to get back where we care because we get so lost in oh what am I going to do? And in a lot of ways, look how content your pets are. If they got a water dish and they have their a little bit of food mm -hmm. and a little bit of love from you, they're yeah. so gracious and giving. And I think if we could almost pick up the attitudes of animals for the most part and pets. Our world would be a heck of a lot better, and and I think our, our our I think our pets and animals are screaming to tell us that if we'll just listen to them, um, our world would be a lot better place. I agree, totally agree. Oh, thank you. Oh, I love that. Okay, so people can go to thelmasfriends.com and contribute their stories. 
and read the other stories. Um, I can't wait to read the one about the vet with the prosthetics for the dog without the paws. Whew, that sounds amazing. Um, and I really like your point. There's a tendency to follow our fear, you know, in our life. Um, right. You know, and if, if our choice is to follow our heart and to follow our love and our passion um, and to give, like you said, and part of that is giving back. It's expressing. It's uh, sharing who we really are. And our animals demonstrate that every day. Um, so we have master teachers right here at our feet, you know, or right here on our shoulder um, or in our life that we can learn from. They are master teachers. So, yeah. Uh, what, okay. I'm, uh, what I get excited about is this, this, the fact that, you know, through this, I think through your audience and, and people that listen to your, your podcast and, and read through your newsletters and stuff, you know, if we looked at all of us together as we, and we all work and contribute together. Um, it isn't just about this website or even yours, uh, Val, as it right. goes. But it's all of us sharing together to make this world a better place. And, and it starts with us and our pets. And if we do that, we can accomplish this task very quickly and, and change our world. You know, I, I believe that. You know, um, yeah. I'm, if I go fishing, I'm taking the tartar sauce with me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, let's keep going here. Um, so is there a fee to become involved? I, I think you you had a uh, something very special for our Dr. Doolittle listeners. Uh, can you tell us about that for a minute? Yes, to, to be able to become a member of, of um, you know, uh, com. you have to become a friend of Thelma's, and we charge $19.95 a year, <laughs> a okay. whole lot. Okay. Uh, but we offer a lot of different things where you can, uh, of course, to, uh, you know, submit the adventure story if you want. You can read the blogs. You can mm-hmm. download the song. You can, uh, you know, there's just a ton of different things that you can do on the, the site. Okay. But since your audience is so special and, um, you know, Val, you've been such a inspiration and kind to me, um, forever, if you are your audience, all they have to do is write us at uh, com and say, you know, I'm um, an audience member of the Dr. Doolittle Show, and uh, we'll uh, send them a code, and they can come in for free. Wow. Absolutely. So, what, so all they have to do is contact you through your website and yep. tell them, tell you that they listen to the Dr. Doolittle Show. Yes. And you're going to give them a code that gets them in as a Thelma's friend for free. Yes. That's pretty cool, yeah. Rob. Uh, Thanks. Yes. Wow. Okay. And right. we'll actually, later on, we're going to have some other things that are going to be really awesome. And, uh, you know, you know what, let's talk about this after we get done with the interview. But um, okay. maybe what we could do is come up and have Thelma autograph maybe, you know, 50 or 100 books and uh, mm-hmm. e-books, and we could send them out to some of your audience members. You oh, could put, well, that okay. would be, it'd be fun, all for free. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, so she's going to potograph, is that what they call it, potograph? <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> okay. This is, this is what Thelma says, uh, give a dog a bone. <laughs> <laughs> And another, and another, and another, and we like all of them. I know. 
I love that. Thank you so much. So we're going to give our audience a bone. Uh, so you number one, you get to be free. Uh, for free, you get to be a friend of Delmas. Um, and uh, uh, Rob, you and I are going to work on the um, asking Selma very nicely uh, to um, pass out a few e-books. That'd be awesome. Autograph them. Oh okay. yeah, you, thank you. you give, okay, we'll yeah, figure you that give, out. Yeah, you give uh, Selma a few treats, and I'm sure you're going to have her at your beckoning call. <laughs> <laughs> your new best friend. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Okay. So. So, do you have any final thoughts you want to leave us uh, with? Yes, you know, I where I am with the, not only the website but some of the other things that are, that are kind of coming out of this uh, are absolutely amazing to me. But um, I would not have gotten here first of all without Thelma, but there's a few other people that that just have really inspired me. Um, one of the stories I didn't tell you about, but uh, one lady has helped me for the last six years. Her her name is Adrian Baber. Okay. Adrian was the first one that introduced me to the blind because I had no idea what I was doing, so Adrian helped in that. But more important than that, over the past six years, um, Adrian went through cancer, very ill. Um, she lost uh, her home, and in spite of everything that has happened with Adrian, she is totally, totally focused on, on the blind. And uh, so I, without the Adrians in life, I would not be where I am today. And uh, it's just an inspiration when I look around and I see the Sharon Rainwaters, the Adrian Babers, the, uh, the Wayne Thompsons. Uh, I mean, these are people that are blind and, and, and sighted that have uh, just made a big difference. And, and so this is another thing. You're never going to be successful by yourself. And uh, so don't be afraid to enlist your pets, your animals, and your friends, and let's do this together. Let's, let's get some love out there and make it real. Yeah. Oh, got it. So we can, we really can. We, all we have to do is share a heart. And get our love out there and have gratitude and appreciation and inspire each other, you know, and touch each other. And we can do it. Yes. We can do it. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. So, Rob, you've been wonderful. Everyone listening, uh, or if you're listening to this, <clears throat> be sure and go to selmasfriends.com, T-H. E-L-M-A-S-F-R-I-E-N-D-S dot com. And check it out. So become a friend of Thelma's for free. Um, help her create and write her next adventure story. Submit your own stories and your pet profiles. Um, be a guest blogger. <clears throat> and I know that, um, Rob, you speak. Is that correct? You So they can invite you to be at, at their next event. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, Thelma and Roy and Sharon, myself, we have different ones that will come and out and share and, and, okay. and, and inspire everybody. We'd love that. So just awesome. write us, let okay. us know, and we'll work it out with you. Wonderful. Thanks, Rob. You've been a joy to have on the show. Thanks for your work, everything you're doing, and for your love of animals. Yeah, and, and uh, Val, listen, and uh, the audience members, you know, um, 
Val relentlessly worked so hard at, at making this, not just this show and, and everything that she's doing work for us. So, you know, tell your friends about her website and, and do it together. You know, God bless you too, Val. We we really appreciate you. Oh, oh making me cry again. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's uh, let's leave it off here, and uh, we'll follow up with everyone. Uh, if you'll stay tuned, um, we'll let you know um, about what's next, and we'd love to uh, meet you and greet you on ThelmasFriends.com. And uh, thanks, Rob, again. So ah, have a great day, everybody. <laughs> okay, bye, Rob. Goodbye, and have fun. Okay, bye. Okay, that's done. Oh, thank you. Mm, that was great. Uh, really? Or how? It, it was uh, that was okay. Oh God, yes. I thought it was wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Um, oh. Listen, one of the things I got to thinking about real quick too is okay. Um, going to the media summit, um, Virginia, and uh, the the media people were. Uh, they said send them any information before the summit so that they can kind of see, mm-hmm. the, you know. So it kind of gets us hooked into some of the television shows and other things. Um, yep. When you send me your this, it, could I send it to the media coach so that they could see and hear? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, of course. Um, you'll have a way to download the audio. Typically what we prefer people to do is to actually go on uh, our blog or, you know, find it on iTunes or something um, right. to listen to it. That way, you know, we – it gets more traffic to our site, uh, you know, and then there's the cross-link, the back sure. for you. Um, but there's also a way for people to download it off the blog, so uh, you're very welcome to do that. Okay, totally cool. Okay. So, and if you wouldn't mind sending this original so I can put it in my archives, you know, for me at home, just so I can go, this is where I start, you know, because in a few years when this thing really goes it, it's just going to be able to be neat to refer back to your website as well thanks for listening to the show the for more information to or to listen did, to other know. podcasts so, go to so valheart.com forward slash blog just to wrap, and if you're I, someone who values the non-invasive solution to resolving problems with, you know, with your dogs, people. cats, and horses I just like to, and you I like want to better behave healthier and happier animals just go to my website at valheart.com to apply for a complimentary happy animal assessment session and be sure and remember right. to look okay. for my CDs on iTunes. Learning really how to talk with animals is fun and will change your life. Can, so while you're there at my site, give my free quick start animal talk course and check out the world's first complete animal communication made easy. Thank you so much. May the love of animals bless you, teach you, inspire you, heal you, and reconnect you to the circle of life. Is that the one in New York? Yes. 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 Yes.